welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Thank you very much again for inviting me to uh, be a speaker in this meeting today. My name is Helmut, I'm from Germany, and I'm a member of SA since um, August 11, 85 when we started uh, the second SA group in Germany. Okay, uh, to myself, yes, I, I have to say, today I was very mixed up since I have get the message that my younger son, we have two sons, have had a severe accident with his bike. And, uh, but, um, Half an hour before we could call him, and he is recovering, and I hope he will do well. Um, so, I I chose this topic um, yesterday, and I sent it to Luke. Um, how I did the first three steps, of my personal experience. Um, I will start in 1976. 1976, I was uh, 28, 27, 28 years old, and I finished my study in the university. And um, when I did this, and um, I uh, submitted uh, the, the written thesis to the faculty, I was completely uh, devastated um, and I have had a nervous breakdown at that time. And I went to a doctor in the university and he gave me some pills, Valium, uh, since I couldn't read anything anymore. And I, I was waiting for my oral examination eight weeks later and I was not able to read anything since I was always in panic, only thinking about this final examination. So finally, in December uh, 76, I passed this final examination successfully. And at that time I was thinking, I have now two weeks um, off free that time and then I will recover. That was my thinking at that day. And um, I started a new job on the 1st or on the 2nd of January in 77. But in reality, I was not feeling better. Not feeling better at all. And um, I was not happy with the job. The reality was I have had no plan what to do. Um, so I dropped, uh, I decided uh, to change into another job and um, my wife and I went to Bremen 
I I have to yeah I have to mention that my wife and I we we are married since seventy one on the twelfth of October um, in the twelfth of August. This means we will have our fiftieth anniversary next year. So um, so we went to Bremen. Um, before I went there, I mm, took a therapy, a group therapy. And I got the feeling I I have all solution for all problems of all peoples in the world. This means I was likewise maniac and crazy, but I thought I can do it this way, and I was not aware what was what was about me. So, this second job uh, lasted only nine months. Then my boss uh, threw me out, since I was. Uh, I was really maniac, um, and uh, he couldn't cope with with my behavior. And uh, this uh, manic situation dropped instantaneously into depression. I was lucky to get a new job in Düsseldorf um, with only one month on uh, of unemployment in between. I started a new job in Düsseldorf in um, in fall time in 80, uh, in 78. So at that time, my wife was pregnant with our first son and um, I went to work, but I was fully depressed um, and it uh, became worse and worse. And finally, I have to uh, go in a psychiatric clinic since I was thinking about suicide and uh, I couldn't do anything anymore. And in this clinic, it was a public clinic, uh, the medical doctors gave me a lot of pills, antidepressive, um, tranquilizers, and some more. And uh, they called it at that time uh, a sleep therapy, a sleep therapy. After each meal, I got a handful of pills and was sleeping further. I was released by the end of 78, and I was taking three pills uh, each day, three kind of pills each day. I was really aware what I was what I was taking since I studied also a little bit of pharmacy in my study, so I was fully aware what what I was taking, and I tried to get quit of the pills. This was only partially successful, um, and. Uh, Finally, um, yeah, it went out that I can't, I couldn't drop the tranquilizers, um, so I have to take tranquilizers. And in springtime in '79, I was lucky that I met some friends uh, in a meeting, uh, which was organized by a university professor in Düsseldorf, and this was. Uh, um, there was a report in the in the local newspaper about this meeting 
that people who need help in any way should go there and we were living nearby the university at that time so i went there and met two two uh two men and they told me about ea about emotions and animals so i went the first time 10 12 step meeting in ea in the springtime of 79 i was very confused when i was there and I was very anxious too and I was not familiar uh, to touch anybody um, since that was not a custom in, in my um, in my family and the only people or the only person I could touch and hug was my wife and nobody else so so it um, yeah but this group helped me a lot to get rid of the pills of the tranquilizer since there was a a friend his name was Detlef he took formally the same kind of pills the tranquilizer the same yeah, the same brand yeah and he told every meeting he told how he how he got rid get um, um from these pills and this gave me at that time the courage to try it too um, before i um, started myself um, after 36 hours um, i couldn't um, withstand anymore i have to take a new pill but uh, his report gave me really the courage to try it and so uh, in springtime in Germany, we have uh, a lot of free days on Thursdays. Yeah, there are uh, free days. And, and um, I dropped, uh, no, I, I stopped taking a pill on a Wednesday before a free Thursday. And the Friday was also free. And um, I couldn't sleep a week. Um, and I was... Uh, under panic and I was anxious, nervous, but uh, finally I could really, I could really do it that way. However, it took almost till till Christmas in '79 um, when the last um, panic attacks really fade away. Yeah. I went to the meeting regularly once a week. And I did it for two years, uh, from 79 till 81. I was, uh, of course, we were reading the steps, we were reading the traditions, but I haven't understood anything. Uh, my thinking was we, we have uh, after meetings where we sat together mm, quite often, mm, especially in summer times. And my old thinking was there i have to i have to manage my life myself i cannot remain in this group of people who are sick and ill this was my thinking i am i'm recovered now and um, i have to do my own business in my own way and so slowly I went out of the group and dropped uh, the meetings. And um, yes, and 
this was the case for two years. In 83, after two years of visiting no meeting, having no program, which I at that time haven't understood, um, I uh, was again depressive, and my wife too. And, and we have already moved with the family. Our son was uh, four years old at that time, to Recklinghausen, into the house of my my wife, uh, which belonged at that time to, to her parents. And um, so I decided I have to go back to, to a group, to a 12-step group, to EA. And nearby, uh, in essence, there was an EA group. I went there. It was in, uh, about Christmas time, four weeks before Christmas. I went there. And this was a time when I did my first step. Yeah. I, I knew at that day, I can't manage my life. I can't manage my life myself. Yeah. And um, I, need, I need a higher power. I need God. And I need a group to help me um, to manage my life. So this means to do the first step took about four and a half years for me. For the first time, I was reading the steps and I was getting an understanding what they what the meaning of the of these fir this first step really is. And the second step is we came to believe. This was a, no, this was not a decision of myself, yeah. Uh, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Um, this was not a decision of myself. It was the case when, when I did my first step, returning back to EA, um, I started praying. Uh, at least sometimes I started praying. And... Um, yeah, and my belief as when I when I was a child till sixteen, till the age of sixteen, I was believing in in God, um, but in a quite different way than today. But um, I have had a relation, but uh, I have dropped it when I was sixteen, making the decision I, I have to do all things by my own. So, and so the second step came automatically, came automatically without doing anything else than you know, starting praying. So, this was um, in the end of '83. Um, as I said before, both of us, my wife and I, we were both depressive at that time. It it was going a little bit better, but not that much anymore. So my wife decided to, to look for a psychosomatic clinic here in Germany. 
and she first went to Baterren Alp, but Baterren Alp was um, um, yeah, the, the waiting list was very very long at that time, and she was told that she she should try to, to go to Grön to Grönbach, where one of the medical doctors was a former scholar of Walter Lechler. And he had started a couple of years before at that time also psychosomatic clinic in Grönbach, in Bad Grönbach. And so my wife went there, I think by the end of May in 84, into this clinic. My wife um, has birthday in, in the end of July and um, after six weeks of um, her mm, therapy, I I drove there. It's about from our home. It's about six hundred kilometers, and uh, I took her car uh, to bring her car to her. And I was thinking, yes, uh, perhaps my wife is feeling better that we can sleep together and have uh, sex together. But this was not possible at that time. And I was fully, fully devastated about this situation. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't cope with this situation. And I was crying all the time and feeling bad and when I um, um, and and my plan was to turn back by train on on Sunday, uh, but on on Saturday, I I took a walk with one of the patients of the clinic with a man who was also in the clinic as a patient, and uh, we did a walk through the forest in Grönbach. And I told him a little bit about my life. And I told him which why I am not an alcoholic. Hmm. This was a main topic. And he was laughing about my uh, story and about my, um, my thinking yeah, that I am not an al alcoholic. Um, at that time, um, when my wife was in the clinic, I was caring for my son, um, but uh, he was together with me. We were both um, living in my uh, in one of my sister's uh, house, and at that time, I was trying to to drink alcohol in a controlled manner. <laughs> Yeah, and this was yeah, this was not very successful. I I knew it at that time, and when he was laughing, I could stop drinking. At from this day on, yeah. I I stopped drinking alcohol from this day on, and decided to stay one day longer and to ask in the clinic one of the uh, medical doctors that I I like to have also my own therapy. And so, um, yeah, so I started um, and they promised me that after the release of my wife, I could also go into therapy and this was successful. And But they were asking me that I have to go to AA, to AA groups and to give a small postcard every week to report on 
what I have learned there or what I have heard there. So in that, since that time, in the middle of 84, I'm a member of AA. Yeah. I, I, I was going regularly uh, into the meeting. I have three months of therapy. And uh, in the beginning of 85, I started a new job um, in Bochum and um, was going regularly. Um, I was regularly uh, in the AA meeting, but I was not really feeling better. Hmm? My wife and I, we have had no sex at that time. I was not happy with the situation. And uh, the only thing I have heard from one of my AA friends, I should go to divorce from my wife. And he has done the same. And um, it's going better with the second wife he has now. But I was convinced um, in my inner that this can't be the solution. And um, by the middle of... Um, um, of 85 on the 11th of August it's one day before our wedding ceremony in 71 this means I was 14 years married at that time we have had an info meeting of um, SA and Essanon in Bochum and when Detlef and Ursula, they were, it was, a, they, they were a couple from Baterenalp, came to us, then instantaneously I identified to be a sexolic. And this is really my problem. Uh, since uh, the beginning of my sexual activity, I, I did masturbation all the time, uh, every day. And all my thinking was filled filled with sex and sex stories and, 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 and so on. So, and when, when I started with SA, it was easy for the three first three months to stay sober, to stay also sexually sober. Um, it was easy. And then Roy came in fall time in 85 to Bad Herrenalp and our group, I think we were a group of eight members of our group. We went to Baterenalp to, to visit Roy's seminar at that time. And when we returned back home, I, I relapsed with masturbation. This was the first experience with, with a relapse. And um, it took quite a time to get sober again. It was successful. And um, finally, I stayed sober for a year, for a year, sexually sober for a year. I was quite proud about it. And um, on our German convention, we have had the first time when we delivered coins, sobriety coins. Yeah? And I got a coin for one year sexual sobriety. Uh, the next day when I went home, I relapsed again with masturbation. So it was too successful. 
Then finally, finally, um, in 87, we joined the church community of the Baptist Church in my city in, in 84. And finally, I decided to become baptized on the 13th of December in 87. And for me, this was also, and I told nobody about that, this was my third step, uh, my personal third step. Um, I, I have had the last relapse or the last, uh, uh, this was on the 12th of December, the last relapse on the 12th of December. And I did, I decided, I decided to turn over my will and my life to the care of God as I understood him. And since, since this day, since this day, I'm also sexually sober. Of course, of course, these are now more than 30 years. This was not all time easy. Um, and sometimes reading the white book, the stories of Roy, uh, sometimes I also discovered Roy was almost an old man when he r r wrote this book. <laughs> um, and it's quite easier uh, to stay sober if you are an old man. That's my experience now. I'm now 71, turning 72 by the end of the year. But what is very important is um, to stay sober, um, for me, from my experience, um, it was needed to make really a decision to do the third step. So, and if I have a sponsee, I'm always asking so after quite uh, after a while yeah, if he has made his third step. Yeah? Uh, since I believe nowadays to do the next steps, uh, it's really urgently needed uh, to, to give my problems and my life to God. Thank you for your attention. Thank you. Hi, this is Luke. Go ahead, Luke. Hi. Thank you so much, Helmut, for your story and sharing your step one, two, three in a very clear and detailed way. I'm stunned also by the lifelong journey. If I heard well, you started in 79 in Emotions Anonymous, that's 41 years ago. Then in 84 in AA, 85 in SA. <clears throat> um, and, and that's hope-giving for me also, because I see that it's a lifelong journey, and I, I, I started another fellowship before SA, and I'm in, and I already did another one now, two years ago, and I'm, I'm in, a, in, a, in one about codependency now. Now, my question is, I liked what you said about the first step. Could you explain a bit more, if possible, how you bring sponsees to their first step? Sponsees who are struggling with step two or three, how do you bring them to, to, to their first step? Thank you. Yeah. 
I think it's it's really it's really a problem. I my my own experience really was yeah. Also, I was successful with EA in the first beginning yeah? to withdraw all the drugs yeah? and to become clear from tranquilizers too. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't learned anything. That was a problem. Yeah? I. I I read the steps, yeah, but there was no belief, yeah. There was no belief in God. There was not a belief in higher power. No, yeah? um, uh, I was feeling well in 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 the fellowship in the meetings yeah? after a while, uh, but uh, inside inside there was another program in my head yeah? yeah there was another program in my head and i at that time i couldn't do anything about this yeah? and i think i personally think i i needed the time yeah this means about four and a half years yeah um to make another round of depression and so on, uh, uh, to become able to really um, give up. Mm? To give up and to confess, I can't do it. And the difference was, I must not do it alone. I'm not obliged to do it alone. Uh, I was all the time was my thinking, I have to do it alone. I have to do it myself without any help. I have to be independent of all other people. And at that time, by the end of 83, I, I knew at that time I can't do it. And additionally, there's no need that I have to do it my, uh, alone. Yeah? And this was a big difference. Yeah? And, and when, when I, this was a capitulation. Yeah? When I did it really, yeah, then, then it was like you know, the, the, the fog which surrounded me before yeah, was fading away. It was not there anymore. Yeah? It, yeah, the, my, my sight became clear. Yeah. yeah, and of course it's uh, likewise. Um, I I got the feeling inside that I understand now a little bit of the program, and this was not there before. Thank you. Thank you. How much, John M? You had your hand raised. Hey, I'm John. I'm a sexaholic, and uh, thank you very much for having this meeting. I am. Uh, my first visit to this and I'm really overwhelmed with the variety and international quality of this uh, this setting and I just want to express my gratitude for the existence of this meeting and I hope to be coming back regularly. Thanks all for listening. Elmwood, vielen Dank for your, for your share. Thank you for your share. And um, I, I would like to ask because I'm, I'm a person that kind of you know, because of family of origin, how I was brought up, struggle a little bit with, I don't think I've struggled with spirituality. I don't think I've ever truly been an atheist, but I do struggle when people use certain common religious terms. Uh, I'd just be interested in, in how your uh, higher power concept 
has evolved. If you could go into that a li- in a, with a little more depth. Um, hi, Daniel. Um, I have not any problem with God. Um, I I know I'm um, I'm I'm studied biochemistry. I'm natural scientist, but I know uh, that all the world uh, and um, it's a wonder, and uh, that I live is a wonder, and there is something uh, which is um, above all of us and above me, who is caring about me. And uh, my experience in my life is when, especially when, when I decided in, in AA to go to AA and, uh, and stop drinking, uh, there were so many, many wonders <laughs> occurring to me. Yeah? Um, I got a new job. Yeah? I was not, yeah, I was not aware. No, I, I was it it came it came yeah? and and many 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 other things yeah and um no i i have no i personally i have no no problems uh, with god um, um i i know that he is protecting me um, he's protecting me, and I start my every day. I start with a reading um, in in the AA um, um, book, um, and um, with some readings um, from the Herrenhuter uh, Gemeinde. It's a daily reading, and I'm praying for this day and thanking thank god for my life um, and since i know um, if i couldn't stop drinking couldn't stop um, masturbation i would not live anymore um, i would not live anymore i'm fully convinced and uh, um No, and, and I think I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful to God uh, for all my life and all what happened to me. Thank you. Thank you, Helmut. Thank you, Helmut. Uh, Nancy. Yeah, hi. I'm Nancy. I'm a sexaholic. Um, I'm curious to know at what point in your recovery, um, the White Book or any of the SA literature came into play. And then the other question would be, um, were you in contact with any of the other old timers? I know at that point, it was a lot of it in the States. Um, but yeah, support from the literature and in the fellowship. I'll pass. Thank you, Nancy. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Nancy, for asking me. Now, um, the white book. Uh, no, um, when when I joined SA, I met the first time Roy in in I, I told it in in uh, October eighty five, 
And I visited Roy many times after that. And um, when the white book in the current version came out in the US in 89, some of my fellow uh, SA friends, we started to translate the white book uh, into German. And uh, this took three, three and a half years to get the white book translated. And uh, I was mainly organizing the translation all this time. And uh, yes, I'm, I'm not in deep contact with any other people in the US um, and the old timer. I have many, many contacts in Germany and some context uh, other fellows um, in the Netherlands and uh, there are some other people in Europe, but not so much in the US. Uh, I was only one time for a convention two years ago in, in St. Louis. And yes, uh, but uh, we are very active in Germany. I'm not, I'm not very happy with the translational committee currently in the cycle. Uh. It's a nonsense in my feeling. Um, it makes a lot of work. Uh, I, yeah. Um, but this is a complete other story. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mohammed A. And then you, Arash. So, Mohammed first, then you, Arash. So, Mohammed A. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, Holman. Um, uh, I relate more your story and your experience since 1985 but i have a question about step two uh what uh how do you differentiate uh, sorry how do you define uh sanity based on your experience thank you my audio is on i hope you can hear me now sanity is for me uh, to become uh, adult Yeah, to become, uh, to get clear in my mind. Yeah? That's sanity. Complete sanity, uh, it's a goal yeah? till the end of the life. Yeah? Uh, since I'm an addict, yeah? I'm an alcoholic, I'm a drug addict, I'm a workaholic, and I'm a sex addict. And this I know from the many, many years Yeah, that the addiction is not fading away yeah, uh, completely. So, uh, but uh, what is very important is uh, to stay sober in any kind of addiction means I'm becoming responsible to me, I'm responsible uh, to my wife, and... Uh, Um, other people can trust me and I can trust myself. Yeah? And this is what I have learned. If I make a promise, I try to keep it. Yeah? I don't know if this answers your question. This, but this is sanity, to become, to become uh, an adult human being, not, uh, not uh, dealing like a child. Yeah? Thank you. Thank you, Helmut. Arash? Yes, hello, my name is Arash, sexaholic from Sweden. Dankeschön, Helmut. Uh, amazing to hear your story. Um, um, my question actually is two part. The first one is, you mentioned that you, you were struggling with depression and 
Maniac and went to EA and AA. But did you know that your problem is lost from the beginning and could not find solution for it? Or after a while in the program, you found that, oh, my problem is lost. And the second part or the second question is, um, also you mentioned by the age when you get older, of course, it's not as before, but do you still struggle or do you get lostful thoughts that you have to deal with even today? How do you deal with that? Thank you. No, thank you for your question. I will answer your second <laughs> question. Today, I, I get lustful thoughts and uh, and get in struggles. And then I take the phone and call one of my old friends. Uh, and, and I'm talking about that. And then usually it will fade away. Uh, and as I said before, I'm not a young man anymore. Huh? Uh, it's not that hard anymore after that time. So, and your other question, I have, I have lost. <laughs> um, can you give me? Yeah, I ask you. I mean, you you mentioned that you joined the EA and AA, and you, you were dealing with depression and maniac. Did you know from the beginning that your problem is lust and sex? I mean, was masturbation with you? I didn't, I just want to know, you were aware from the beginning or no? Since you joined the fellowship, you find out suddenly that, or eventually that your problem is lust. Yeah, okay, I understood. No, um, I, I know, I know that my problem was, uh, yeah, that I have had no belief, neither in me nor in anything else. I have had no goal. I haven't had no belief in God, nothing. Yeah? And of course, my, my personal story is longer. Uh, I'm a child what, which was uh, hit by his father for more than 10 years. Yeah? And... Uh, it was a horrible uh, time for me until uh, I, I became adult. Um, there are many things. Eh? And I was sexually misused by an older boy in, in our house, not, uh, not belonging to my family. So um, there are um, things in my, in my life, yeah, um, and I couldn't, I couldn't manage my life. That was my real problem. Yeah? And of course, the drinking, the masturbation, um, afterwards, the pills and so on. These were all um, trials to escape the pain. Yeah? Thank you. Thank you. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.